All right, guys, welcome back into another NFL DFS video. Got the week three core plays here for you. It's going to be an interesting slate. There's a ton of injury news, obviously. Week two. Uh, week two is interesting slate in general. Uh, cash for the second straight week. So two for two. Was really shocked to see James Robinson at like 3% owned on GPPs and 1.5% owned in cash contest. It seemed like an easy play, and I don't really get why people passed up on him. I know there's a ton of tight end value and a ton of receiver value that opened up a little bit later on, but you know James Robinson at that price point is pretty much a lock to value once again last week, and he did. Uh, scored 20 points. He looked really good. It was just kind of a weird week the, to see the lineup path routes that people chose to go. So I don't know. This week is going to be an interesting week just with all the injury news once again. It is one I'm looking forward to, but you know this video, the plays that I'm on, could change a little bit. As the week goes on, obviously. So we'll start off here. We got the running backs here. Um, as you guys can tell, I probably like Austin Eckler this week going against the Carolina Panthers. It does seem like the Panthers are going to be one of the teams that we go on an attack this year. So Austin Eckler has had 20 opportunities in both games. He's averaging 14.3 DK points. You know, if he gets that this week, that's not going to kill you. But going against the Panthers, it's a run defense that the Chargers should be able to just dominate in all honesty i really do hope that justin herbert starts i do think they'll help eckler's value a little bit more but at this price point i really like eckler now sure josh kelly has looked good as well you should play one of the two i'm definitely going with the more talented one in austin eckler um i also do really like jonathan taylor this week going against the giant or jets he should be able to take advantage of this matchup you know he was the best rookie running back in the draft i really don't get why teams didn't draft him but he fell into like the perfect situation for him uh, 28 opportunities last week. He saw um, 15 opportunities the week before that. Averaging 18.5 DK points in a game that the Colts should be up in. Uh, the Jets don't really scare me defensively, so I really like Jonathan Taylor as well. Those two kind of seem safe as well at the price points. Now, Derrick Henry going against the Vikings, I think that's a matchup we can attack, and we should be attacking throughout the year. It's pretty much however you want to beat the Vikings, you're going to be able to beat them, it seems like, so far this year. Uh, Carson, I don't mind his price point. Uh, Melvin Gordon's still pretty cheap. Uh, he played really well against the Steelers last week, and some people were kind of down it. But Melvin Gordon, one of the top backs in the league, and he kind of doesn't get credit for it. So I still like him at that price point. Going lower, it's going to be you know deciding: do we go for McKinnon? Do we go with one of the Giants guys as well? Don't really know. So it does look like McKinnon is going to be the lead back in this offense, but they still have uh, Jeff Wilson. You know, who knows what they're going to do. Uh, the 49ers do kind of like to mix it up at the running back spot. Uh, Jeff Wilson has looked good when he's gotten the opportunities. We haven't really seen McKinnon too much, but he has been very explosive in the little sample size that we saw of him so far this year. It's been a while. You know, he was injured two years ago, but he has looked good so far. If I had to put my money in, it would be Jared McKinnon, and he would be my core play at the running back spot right now. Now, if news comes out and we need to adjust, we can do that. But for Jarek McKinnon at that price point, I really do like it. All right, so now moving on to the receivers, I think I'm just going to continue to play DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, over 20 targets in two games with the Cardinals. Uh, he had a touchdown as well last week. 20 DK points in both games. I think... You know, stacking Murray with DeAndre Hopkins this whole year is going to be a profitable thing that you can go out and do. So I really do like uh, DeAndre Hopkins, especially at that price point. I do really find it easy to stack the Dallas and Seattle game. All the receivers are kind of priced down um, from what they should be. Um, I do want to get into some of the receiver value as well because there is a ton of receiver value that opened up on the slate just based on the news that has already come out uh, for this week. Berrios, who seems like he's going to be a very 
good play. He was decent last week. He was actually pretty impressive on film. Eight targets last week was able to convert that into almost 18 DK points, which was super surprising. Very cheap at that price point. Then with the news that Corlin Sun is going to be out, I really do like KJ Hamler at this price point. It's a really solid price point. He had seven targets last week, was able to convert that into almost nine DK points at this price point. That's almost three X. Like, it, he's almost going to be a locked value at this price point. So I really do like KJ Hemler. He did look impressive on film as well. So, you know, there's some value receivers out there that are probably a little bit too cheap. You know, they probably shouldn't be that cheap. And then I did say, you know, you could attack Minnesota whichever way you want to. I still really like Adam Humphreys again this week for the third straight week in a row. That is if AJ Brown is that we still got to wait and see on that news. I don't want to say he's a lot to hit value at this price point, like I said, the last two weeks, but it's pretty darn close, and he has done that the last two weeks. So still don't mind him as a value play at this price point. I think the strategy this week is going to go to be to go cheap at receiver spot and then pay up at running back. Now, that could change based on some of the injury news that comes out. We'll have to wait and see on that. And then I do want to talk about the New York Giants uh, receivers because it does look like Darius Slayton or Golden Tate are going to hold some value. Heck, they probably both will hold some value this week. Uh, Sterling Shepard is seeming like he's going to be out, and – with Saquon Barkley out, they should be throwing the ball a ton. Uh, now, they did bring in Devonta Freeman. We'll see how much he gets used. I don't expect him to get used that much this week. It's a pretty good matchup as well. So, you know, I think both of them are going to be locks at value at this price point. I like them both quite a bit as well. The Niners defense is uh, kind of, they're banged up right now. So, they're definitely not as good as they were last week. Heck, they could be a team that would go on attack uh, aggressively via offensive weapons. So, I uh, don't mind those two at the receiver spot. But let's move on to the tight end spot. So, Last week, some value really opened up with uh, Jordan Reed, Mo Alley-Cox, and that could be there again this week. We have to see the news on Jack Doyle and also George Kittle. It kind of seems like George Kittle is going to try to tough it out, but we'll have to wait and see. I do really like uh, Mo Alley-Cox once again this week. If we can get him, we know that Phillip Rivers likes to target his tight end. So I do like him once again, but we've got Logan Thomas down here. Very cheap once again. He almost had a TD again last week. Some fortunate that the pass was a little bit high, but look at those targets, guys. Nine and eight in the last two games. Um, yeah, sure. He's only been able to convert that for, you know, around four receptions. That's what happens when you don't have a very good quarterback, but still pretty, it seems like he's got a pretty good floor. Uh, I just like him at this price point. And the Cleveland Browns have gone dominated via the tight end. So I do really like Logan Thomas at that price point. If you guys want to go up, you can go with uh, Higby, who was a play that we highlighted in the video last week. Seems like he's going to be on path for that, you know, top 10, top five tight end. Once again, I do hate his price point. It does seem like uh, Hayden Hurst and Hunter Henry are kind of the default safe plays at tight end this week, but I think I'd just rather pay down for Logan Thomas once again this week. And then going to the quarterback spot, quarterbacks are going to be easy. You know, you got Russell Wilson, Dak Prescott in the same game. Uh, that game should be a shootout, and you can easily stack that game. Heck, I'll show you guys how you can stack stack that game a little bit later on this video josh allen kyler murray each and every week it seems like those two are going to be safe plays <laughs> i highlighted them as plays last week i think they're going to be safe plays once again for you this week and i just don't really see the point of paying up for russell Wilson and dak prescott when you got kyler murray that low of a price point we do have jeff driscoll down here which it does seem like um it does seem like drew lock is going to be out so jeff driscoll he's a guy that can get it done on his legs i don't hate the play going against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers who looked better defensively last week but the week before that kind of susceptible be the passing game so Jeff Driscoll I don't hate at this price point um you know if you guys are dogging on me for this pick then go with the Buccaneers defense but Driscoll was able to put up some fantasy points last year for the Lions he's always been like a preseason guy that we've been able to target as well 
Mitchell Trubisky finds himself in another great matchup at a cheap price. Hate DraftKings for trying to make us play him in the last three weeks, but that's kind of what they've been doing. Almost averaging 20 DK points per week, so I don't mind that. But I, I got to say, Nick Mullins at 5.1. It's going to be hard to imagine him not hitting value if he's going to get the start. I got to wait and see the news on Jimmy G, but... You know, Nick Mullins should be able to hit value at that price point, maybe throw for a touchdown, maybe two touchdowns, and, like, get 12 to 15 DK points. That's kind of like a default push play for you guys if you want to go that route. All right, that's all I have for you guys in this NFL DFS video. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Let's have a good NFL DFS week three. Let's extend the streak to three straight weeks in a row. Uh, you know, if you guys enjoyed this video, please give me a like and subscribe. I do appreciate that. And as always, guys, let's keep cashing. All right, we're out. Melvin Gordon is just way too cheap at his current price point. Coming into the draft, it's hard to imagine him not being able to at least hit value at this price point, and he could easily score a touchdown. I'm going to continue to hammer James Robinson until he's at least priced above 5000 If he's going to be getting that workload, I love it.